Hey, 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 you guys, welcome back to, I'm so used to saying the Level Up with Lori podcast. I might even well just like kick off the next couple episodes by saying that, but I have rebranded and we are doing some brand new things on this podcast, in my business, all the things. And so we are now calling the Level Up with Lori podcast, um, the You Can Be You and Network Marketing, because what I want women to know, what I want network marketers to know is that you are the secret sauce inside your business plan, that you can absolutely build a business that feels good to you and that you are absolutely in love with. So we're going to chat a lot about branding on this podcast, and we're going to talk about sales strategies and mindset and leadership and growing, but we're going to do it all from the, you know, under the umbrella of doing it your way. And I'm going to teach you lots of things in here. And what I want you to do is take the things that you love and run with it. Let your energy light up your business. And so last episode, we really kicked off this brand new series all about building a brand inside your business. And um, didn't mean to use the term brand in there twice, but um what I really want to drive home in this podcast and with this series that's going to take us over the course of, you know, 18 different episodes is that building a brand is the business strategy. But more than that, it's about building a personal brand that is all about you and feels like you and that you really are that, you know, that missing link. And we got to step away from the cookie cutter business in a box, like strategies that our company gives us and ask ourselves, how am I going to start differentiating myself from all of the other businesses that are, you know, out there or all the other people that are selling exactly what I'm selling. And the way to set yourself apart is to build something that is unique. And the way to be unique is to actually be who you are, because there is no one like you, no one that's had the same life experience. No one has exactly the same beliefs. No one that has exactly the same love and likes and hates and personalities and all those things. And so we kicked that off inside the last episode. And inside this episode, what I want to do is kind of lay out the two different ways that you can build a brand. And, you know, I am sure that there are a million different ways that you can build a brand, but I'm going to lay out two really simple ways. And then what I want you to do is decide which one works for you. You had some homework in the last episode. So I want you to take that out and use that to kind of start brainstorming. These episodes inside this mini series, these are the episodes that I want you to, if you're not driving your car, I don't know about you, but I listen to podcasts when I'm driving my car. So my hope is that I inspire you and get you so excited that you pull over on the side of the road to take notes or email yourself notes. But if you are sitting or even cleaning or, you know, weeding your garden or whatever it is, I want you to have a notebook handy because I want these podcasts to be something that like lights you up, gets you scribbling furiously, gets the ideas flowing to you and gets you moving and excited inside your business. That is my goal. If I don't attain that, I'm going to be really disappointed in myself. And my hope is that if I do, you know, get you fired up, that you're going to share these episodes with your teams and with your business besties and, you know, all the ways, because this actually, you know, it's funny because sometimes I think that we think that we want to keep something secret inside of our learning our businesses, right? Because we don't want everybody to do all the same things because we don't want to be cookie cutter. But 
this strategy, the strategy of building a brand is if we can get everybody in the industry to do this, A, we're going to change the way people look at the network marketing industry as a whole. We're going to change the way, you know, people think about it and judge it because it won't be cookie cutter. It won't be like messaging people and putting pressure and like, it won't be like mass messages or copy and paste all that. It'll really be unique and genuine and authentic. Um, but we're going to, you know, really start to separate people and make them different. And that's what I want for you. Right. So there's two different ways you can create a brand. And I did kind of talk about it a little in the last episode, but I want to dig deeper. So the first way is for your products and your company to kind of be the hero inside your brand. And this is going to make sense for some of you who signed up with your company because of their mission and that the products really, really spoke to your soul. For instance, if you are like on a mission to save the planet and you found Norwax because you truly have done so much research on, you know, toxicity and removing chemicals from homes and all those things. And that is the brand that you're going to build. That's a brand where the products are your hero. Or if you are, you know, if you're an at-home cook or really, and like your brand is going to be all about putting simple meals, have teaching families, teaching busy families, how to put simple meals on the table in 20 minutes. If that's your brand, then likely, you know, your Epicure or your Pamper Chef or whatever that is, is a hero inside that brand. It really resonates with what you're going to talk about. It is the message, right? It still doesn't mean that it's going to be splashy and it's going to, you know, what's interesting is that we are here to sell things and let's be honest, right? Um, and we can't do that if we don't share our actual products, but we often don't earn the right to share our products if all we do is share the products. Okay. I want you to repeat that to yourself. We often don't earn the right to share the products if all we do is share the products. Meaning if we are a constant billboard for buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, we typically um, get people to desensitize us, get people to pay, not pay attention to us because all they feel like is a walking sale that we are going after, that we are chasing. It is our job through our brands, through our content, through our social media to add value to the world. Okay. And you can absolutely use your products to do that, but you need to be teaching on your platform. You need to be speaking on your platform. And in this one bucket over here, um, where your products are the hero, you're going to use those products in your teaching, in your content, in your message. Okay. The second bucket over here is more of like a lifestyle um, brand, or it's a brand that like, it's a, basically you're a brand that has nothing to do with your products, but the products will come up in the background of what you're selling. So I want you to think of some people that you follow on social media that have a platform with a very um, specific message or um, a specific social, like a specific agenda, something that they're teaching. And then I want you to think about in their stories, a lot of the times people follow them and are so in tune with them that they could absolutely sell anything that they believe in because their following is so loyal and so connected. If you want to build a pro a a platform like that, that's your second way to build a brand. And you can absolutely sell network marketing products that way. 
Okay. Um, so I want you to pause the episode right now. And I want you to put your stake in the sand and decide what kind of a brand you are going to build. And we're back. You put me on pause and you're back with me now. And you have decided which one you're going to build. Okay, you guys. So now what you're going to do is you're going to kind of we're going to talk a little bit more about social media. We're going to talk a little bit more about content creation. We're going to talk a little bit more about your, your different pillars. But now that you have decided what kind of brand you're going to build, let's kind of flush those out and talk a little bit more about each one. Um, one second. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more about each one. Let's talk about where you are not necessarily having the products as the hero, because these are, this is probably the strategy that people are going to be like, Hmm, is that really, really work? Like, what if I don't talk about the products? Am I even going to sell the products? You are going to talk about the products. They are just not going to be front and center, right? Like if I go to your profile on Instagram, I'm not going to see Maybe I won't see meals. Maybe I won't see um, jewelry. Maybe I won't see clothing and style. But I will see you. I will see your message. And I will see the platform that you're building. And then likely in your stories, I'll see a lot of, of things that you recommend. You see a lot of influencers out there that build a following um, on different beliefs or different things that they're sharing or whatever. And then they become affiliates for companies that feel like that, that brand that the influencer has resonates and aligns with the company. This is really the same thing. It's just kind of putting the cart before the horse, right? You've already got the products. Now you're going to go out there and build a brand. And so what you need to do if you're doing this is you got to ask yourself, well, what is my brand? What am I here to share? And I think Oftentimes when you choose this option, um, you kind of have an idea of what you want to share, right? Like you have something that you're really passionate about. Maybe you were already sharing it before you signed up with your company. Maybe you already have a following. It's the thing that people know you for. When they think of you, what do they think of? What is the thing that if you were to get up on a stage and talk that you could talk for hours about? What is the thing that you are so passionate that like when you get talking about it, people can literally feel your energy? Or what's the experience that you've had in your life that you could add value to the world by helping other people move through that experience or learn through your experience, right? So let's think of some things that are um, inside of my life. I was a mom of three very little boys, right? They were all two and a half years apart. There were some really like some really gritty years in there. And so there's a lot that I learned about being a mom of three kids that were within two and a half years. You know what? There's a lot that I learned being a mom. And there's a lot of belief systems that I have in being a mom. And there's a lot of strategies that I use with my kids. So I could absolutely build a platform on mom life. Now, it's not just like sometimes maybe you're going to just share funny memes, whatever, but you really like when you're building this brand, I want you to share quality content. You can be humor. Like it may be your content. Maybe your brand is humor. Absolutely. Go for it. But I also want you to like, I just want you to engage with your audience. I want you to bring them something that they can't find anywhere else. We are not building something that, you know, 
feels the same as anybody else that we see. We want to set ourselves apart. We want to be unique. We want to be different. So um, maybe it is mom life. I also was in a very terrible car accident almost eight years ago, suffered a massive brain injury, had to give up my full-time career as a teacher, um, and my life completely changed. And I've had to, I've seen so many specialists. I've, you know, figured out supplements that work. I um, figured out strategies for dealing with cognitive delays and memory issues and all of that. And I honestly, this is something that I want to build a course on in the future because I have so many conversations behind the scenes with so many people that are struggling. And because I'm pretty open about what I've gone through, a lot of people refer friends and family to me that are struggling because they know that I've gone through it. I've been through it. I can have, I can make recommendations. I can help people. Um, So this is easily something that if I, decided I wanted to, I could build a personal brand around on social media. Um, There are people like there is a gal in my company who has built a social media brand around having a pixie cut and her hair. She does hair tutorials. She's so freaking fun and cute that like she has hundreds of thousands of followers that like absolutely love her. There are makeup artists out there that build a brand around, you know, and I mean, if you sell makeup, then that's probably over in our first bucket. But either way, it doesn't, it's not necessarily, right? Like you can build um, a brand on being a makeup artist and sell Tupperware in your stories. Because the brand is really just what draws people into your world, into your orbit, brings them there, keeps them there, makes them fall in love with you. And that earns you the right to make recommendations, i.e. sell to them. You see what I'm go- where I'm going with this? And you know what? You don't have to pick one thing. We'll talk about this more in content pillars, but you know, you might have two or three different things that you show up and you share, right? You could be a mom with a pixie cut who suffers from migraines. And those are the three things that you create content around all the time. Those are the three things that you really engage with your audience about. Okay. So If you're in this bucket over here, what that looks like on a daily basis is creating content on on the thing that your brand is circulating on. But then in the background, in your stories, you're bringing people into your life and that includes your products and that includes your company, okay? And that's where you do your selling. And sometimes when it makes sense, for instance, if you are a makeup artist, blah, 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 sometimes it will make sense for your brand to come out on your personal profile because you're using those products um, inside of your tutorials and demonstrations and all that stuff. Okay. Do you see how this can come together? And I said it in the last episode, but your, your business and your products are the least interesting thing about you. So I want you to really dig deep. And stop telling yourself that there's nothing interesting about you. Every single human on this earth is unique and different and special. And they can find something that they can add value to the world on. And sometimes the thing that holds us back is a fear of judgment, right? And when you're going to build a personal brand and you're going to get out there and you're going to share your life and you're going to share the things that you know in your experience, holy moly, is that like walking the plank of like judgment, right? We can't, we'll get all these stories going through our head. We'll get all of these like, 
fears and everything is going to bubble up in the through the surface, right? This, the only way that this stuff doesn't bubble up through the surface is if A, you've already worked through it or B, you're not going deep enough, deep enough and you're not putting yourself out there enough. If you truly want to build an online presence, have an impact, have a following, pull people into your world, you're going to have to put more out there than like a couple funny memes. Okay, you're going to have to put your whole self out there on display. And, you know, I said this to my team today in a random conversation. I said, you know, because they were a little bit concerned, like, I, I don't know if I want all of my things to be public profiles, like Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I get it, right? We want to sometimes protect our personal lives. And you absolutely get to decide what you put out for the rest of the world to see it never, you know, Nobody sees everything. No one gets the clear picture. You don't know everything about me, even though it seems like I share a whole lot, right? Um, like for instance, I I I landed in Emerge um a week and a half ago or whatever, and I only shared it with one small circle. I didn't put it on Instagram, I didn't put it on my personal profile. And so um, there are pieces of our lives that we absolutely get to hold tight to. But what I will tell you is this, people connect to the human. So the more of you as a human you can put out there, the more people have to respond to, okay? Um, unless you're like a lawyer and, you know, your value is offering like, um, I don't know, contracts, like contract uh, tips and uh, you know what I mean? Like there are some things that obviously that's not necessarily going to be true for, but um, ask yourself what makes you unique and um, what can you build a brand around and what can you build a platform around? And that's what you're going to go out there and you're going to do. And in in this scenario over here, your your products are a little bit more in the background, right? They're not necessarily, they don't get their own content pillar, but you absolutely share them daily inside your stories because you have a very, very active social media presence when you're building a brand like this on social media. And again, we're going to have another episode where we dig into social media more fully and where you should be showing up, how and when and all the things. But the more you you can be and the more value in the content you put out, the more it will resonate with your audience and pull the right audience in, okay? Like I have developed a small you know, a small circle of people um, that talk to me all the time about concussions and brain injuries and stuff. And that's, and I haven't even built a platform around that. It's because word travels when you know things about things and you've been through things and other people can see like that's, that's a connecting factor. Other people have a friend that maybe is struggling with a brain injury and they're like, oh, Lori's been through this. I wonder if Lori could help this person. I wonder if Lori would be up for helping this person. Well, if I was to build a brand around that, then they would know 100% that I'm open and up for helping people with, with that, right? Okay, over here on the left side, for those of you that are not watching the video version of this, but listening to this on the podcast, um, we've got the brand that, um, that involves your products, okay? Now, what I want you to remember is that the products are simply the hero. They are not the full story. There has to be a something going on with the products. And so, for instance, let's say um, you sell 
why do I keep going back to Epicure? Probably because I had a client call with Epicure today. So it's like top of mind. Um, and it's, it's a super easy one, but there's so many different things. Okay. Let's talk about Norwex for a second. We talked about it before too, but with Norwex, um, it's not just a, like, it is not just about eliminating chemicals from the home. Yes, that is one of their major purposes. That is what draws a lot of people in. But one another reason that I love Norwex, I love Norwex because it makes cleaning efficient and easy in my house. So that is like that is um, a brand position, right? That you can teach people to clean their house really quick and really simple, but do a great job. Or you can teach people how to eliminate chemicals. Not everybody's going to resonate with every single message you put out. That's why you're really putting it out there, adding value there and pulling the right people in. Um, let's say that you sell clothing. Well, you're not selling up to absolutely everybody. Maybe you're selling to um, mom, busy moms that work outside the home. Guess what? Their apparel, their wardrobe is very, very different from the mom that homeschools her kids from home or from the mom that works full-time in the home or from the mom that um, is a stay-at-home mom and is covered in spit up and diapers all day long. Like those wardrobes are very, very different. So if you sell clothing, who are you selling them to? What is the brand position? Like, what are you here? What are you here to talk about? So if you are like, let's say you sell clothing, I want you to like, if you're coming over here and your products are in there, I want you to come up with a brand statement. I want everybody to come up with a brand statement, right? Like, um, I'm Lori. I, I, I help busy moms get dressed in five minutes so they can feel good in their clothes. Um, so they can leave the house for work, feeling put together and confident. Okay. That's a brand statement. If you were to put that as your description on Instagram, people would show up to your account, read that and know whether they should hang out there or not. Know whether that account was for them or not. That is so much different than like, I sell, uh, like I follow me for daily silver icing style drops, right? People are like, mm, I don't want to be sold to every single day. So no, thank you. There's no value in it for them. Your brand position, your brand statement should tell people what's in it for them. Okay. So if you're over here, it's not going to be that different. Even if your products are a part of your brand, it's not that different, right? You're still going to create valuable content. You're just going to allow your products to surface through that content. So if you're building, uh, if you're cooking, let's say you're running cooking classes because you teach people how to put food on the table in 20 minutes. Well, you can't teach people how simply by giving them recipes. That's one element. Absolutely. But you actually have to get into the kitchen. You have to teach them how to cook. You got to give them cooking hacks. You got to give them shopping list hacks. You got to give them like um, what, whatever that is. So a lot of it is outside of the products that you sell as well. Your products are just going to show up frequently because you're likely using your products inside those cooking demonstrations. But make no bones about it. If all somebody sees when they come to your Instagram profile is like product, 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 product. They likely won't make it very far because they're just going to assume that all you want to do is sell to them. See what I'm saying? So make sure that when they come to your profile, be it Facebook, be it Instagram, that they can see right off the bat what you have to offer to them. And that 
you don't have to be for everyone. There should be people that scroll on by that are like, nah, you know what? She's got a pretty good count, but this, this isn't really for me because you never know. Maybe they're like, but my aunt Sally, she loves this stuff or she's gluten-free. She absolutely needs this in her life, right? Or, um, you know, there's, even when you look at skincare, skincare is very, very different if you're doing skincare for a teenager versus skincare for, women after menopause, right? It's a very different skincare routine. So um, when, if you're selling skincare and you're building content for an audience, then you, and we're going to do a full little lesson on who, like how to determine your audience and all that good stuff, but ask yourself, right? Like what, um, who am I helping and how can I help them? And then you create content around that. Okay. So I want you to pick, I want you to pick a lane. Are your products going to be at the forefront or are they going to be in the background? Neither one is wrong. Neither one is right. It depends what you're here and you want to talk about. Okay. Either way, your products are not the only thing and they're not even the dominant thing. Okay. They really should not be the dominant thing. When people come into your world, they will know what you sell because you will share it in stories and you'll do all those things. But it's the other pieces, it's the valuable content that you create that is like your brand messaging and all of that. That's actually what's going to get them to stay and to continue to check things out. Okay, you guys. So that's it for this episode. I hope that it's gotten you excited about, you know, what you're going to, how you're going to build your brand. I've helped, I hope it's helped you also choose a lane. And so that's your homework for this episode is to decide what you're going to do. And I want you to start to write out some point form notes about what you want to talk about. Take some quiet time, put the kids in another room, close the door, have a tea, put some relaxing music on and let your brain run wild. Like it is so fun when you finally get to talk about the things that you really, really care about, right? When you finally get to like have a place in this world and stop talking yourself out of having a platform. Stop talking yourself out of having a voice and, you know, making a difference and stop telling yourself that what you can do will, won't really matter, right? That it's just this tiny thing. But you know what? I always tell myself if my content helps one person, then I've done a really good job, then it was worth it, right? Especially when I enjoy putting it together and especially when I enjoy showing it up and doing it. And let me tell you, if you can help one person, you can help a thousand people, you can help 10,000 people. I, I guarantee it, every single one of you is capable of that. It, we just have to move away from like sharing the company profile photos, from sharing you know, cookie cutter, like the, the things that every single consultant in your company is sharing, be different, be unique, be yourself. Okay. All right, you guys, I'm going to see you inside the next episode. I think we're going to dig into content pillars in there or personality pillars. We'll be back and I will see you then.